Okay, so just uh, I'll do a little bit of a test podcast um, as a follow-on really from one of the earlier times that we have done a podcast with myself and Nathan. So if you are new to this podcast, I'm not sure that you um, looked back on other podcasts that we um, have released because we eliminated any context. So where um, this journey of podcasting has been, uh, where it's coming from, what it's been like for me. But um, today I'm actually trying out this um, this new studio um, called the Hen House in Perth. And um, yeah, I just thought I would give it a go. They had some really interesting offerings. And so here I am testing it out. And um, yeah, I like this setup pretty pretty well so far. It's very well insulated. I've usually recorded at Perth Podcasting Studio, and I just like a little bit of variety. So um, today I'm going to follow up on a conversation that I have had with um, Nate, who um, will be coming in shortly as well. And um, the whole podcasting thing with Nate has been, um, if you remember one of the earlier episodes that we've had, had to do with imagination and uh, creativity. So one of the challenges, and I wanted to kind of bring an update, one of the challenges that came up uh, during that podcast and released for me, one of the things that I challenge people who listen is to actually take the stuff we were talking about and uh, just go and try it out for themselves. And so one of the things was uh, had to do with, you know, gives the visitor a daily bread. So I ended up going on um, one of these days and into work without any food. And uh, what ended up happening is during that day, uh, while I had um, some cash in my wallet, um, what came to mind was exactly what I had um, mentioned on the podcast, and I thought that's kind of cool. Um, great opportunity to try it out. So I prayed, and I left it in God's hands, and it was a, if this happens, great. If it doesn't happen, that's fine as well. Um, and so... Funny enough, my friend was uh, was about to get lunch, and so she offered to get uh, to get me some lunch. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you, because that was part of the part of the deal is saying yes to whatever opportunity comes. And so I said yes, and um, when I said yes, I also offered to pay for it, but she said no. Um, that's okay. I pushed a little bit, and she's like, no, I took it. So. There was just one of the examples of um, trusting God, and I've just been trying and testing out different different ones of these um, things. But I just wanted specifically to bring back that feedback about what this has looked like for me, especially on that one uh, one specific incident. So, um, but today I actually wanted to bring up some, um, I guess, some helpful tips with regards to being a creative. Um, or an innovator, and what kind of expectations I guess you can have with regards to trusting along this journey if you're wanting to um, jump in a little bit more with regards to that. So one of the things that I thought about is that you, in order to take the next kind of steps, and I'll probably reference the, um, I'll try and link the earlier episode that I'm talking about here. With regards to creativity and imagination, taking the next steps in um, trying out new creative endeavors, I knew that uh, one of the things that we would need 
is um, courage, the courage to push boundaries and to uh, the thing about creativity is that you become a little bit more. Um, you when you're creating, you've got to look outside of what you know, whilst at the same time using what you know as a base and a foundation for a, uh, or a platform to jump from. And so you've got to look at that and and um, and actually use courage. Use courage as one of the fuels that you burn in order to push the boundaries of the known into the unknown. Now, courage, why are you going to need courage? Because creating and going into the unknown can be scary. It can be, um, it can actually threaten to break apart whatever you've platformed off. And so going into new territory is never usually just the most comfortable thing for most people, whatever that looks like for you in terms of change. You know, uh, we're recording this in January, and um, one of the things that happens in January is things like resolutions or you set a goal. You're going to have to push past what you have now as a comfort zone and move forward. So have courage. Um, expose yourself to... Um to people who are courageous, and so that um, it will it will help you to see how other people are pushing against boundaries. Um, there's always a cost; everybody has to pay with regards to becoming more courageous. But um, expose yourself to those people because sometimes courage is a transferable. Sometimes it's a transferable mindset in that you can actually just pick up the common denominator of a certain group of people that you're hanging around with and so if you're not hanging around people who have courage and are employing that courage and using it and putting it into action it might be a little bit hard for you to step out so surround yourself with those kind of people go um, and be okay with not knowing what's going to happen and take some of those steps into the unknown another tip is commit yourself to the journey in the process without jumping to expectations or formulating um, what things are going to look like too soon. So when you start to embark on a brand new journey, when you begin to you know, move forward and you've got a little bit of a goal, stuff that you think um, is, going to be, um, is going to be stuff that you're heading towards, and so in the creative space, when you are moving forward and you've got a goal and you're moving forward, the once you start to get a rhythm, things that you're trying are starting to gel or you're starting to enjoy, it can be a little bit um, tempting to try and formulate and have a time a, a couple a type of pressure around this is now how things are going to look like or trying to put a frame around things and instead probably the better way to go about it is to give yourself space and time and, and just commit to the journey because while you're going in with preconceived notions if you're a creative when you're going in a creative endeavor you can shortcut your your journey by trying to in that journey especially if you're wanting to create something big in that journey trying to too soon give words to what it is you are going into and that can shortcut the journey and you can create a sense of um, uh, of shortedness to the journey um, and so don't try and create a formula don't try and formulate don't try and 
repeat the same thing because that generally is not too helpful in the start of a new journey. You want to keep experimenting and let, let experimenting be sort of your default with regards to especially the start of that sort of journey. Um, the other thing as well with regards to that, another tip is make space for a little bit of mess. Make space for mess because um, of the creative journey. So because you are heading into the unknown, there will be a lot of things that you don't know. And so things won't necessarily have a space and a place that is defined yet in, um, in your journey. And so if you formulate it too soon, you might put an idea, you might shelve an idea, you might put a an experiment in a spot that is not necessarily where it's supposed to be for the long run. So give yourself time and um, give yourself space to make a little bit of a mess. One of the things that a lot of people talk about with regards to the first few, first few years or very much the start of a journey of creation and creating has to do with the mess that's associated with it but you also burn through a lot of hours and energy and that's necessary because you don't really know what you're doing and if you knew what you're doing you'll be more efficient at what you're doing and because you don't know what you're doing you have to have room for it to be messy for you to for you to use more energy than usual mental physical emotional psychological creative energy than usual in order for you to keep on moving forward and until you get to a place where you can start to slow down and, and grapple with everything that you've you've um, experimented with to try and get an idea about what you're doing. So make space for mess. And uh, the last one, which I guess this one came out of the confession I did make, was um, don't waste your time with entertainment and uh, instead instead take that time and put it towards creating because the it's it's easier to if the in in the very early days of being a creator on a on a creative journey it can be really easy to because of the amount of time that is going to be required and energy that's going to be required of you, it can be easy to um, to give into the into the mindset of you just need to, you know, take time off. And then, if you're anything like me, generally that time off can extend a little bit beyond the the use for it to be just for my cool down period and so what you want to do is still have your cool down period but um, the more entertainment you try and fit into that time you're actually shortcutting your creative process sometimes you do need hours into something to be able to find um, to find that sweet spot uh, I think current There's a guy called um, who wrote the the book Deep Work who talks about how I think it's Malcolm Gladwell, but um, talk about how at your capacity it takes you about 20 minutes of you know for example if you lack reading it takes you about 20 minutes for 
what you're reading to actually start to go to a deeper level within your your intellect. And so, if you are, for example, at school and you're engaged in any kind of activity, um, it's like 20 minutes in for your focus to actually be so honed in that you are in there, um, and can also start producing um, and thinking at that level where it's not just surface level. Um, and uh, the problem with that is that if you're 20 minutes into reading a book, for example, I like reading books, if you get distracted by something, it's going to take you just as long. If you're trained well, maybe a little bit less, it's going to take you just as long to get back to that place. So now if you are a creative and you need to uh, produce something original, you need to be giving yourself at least 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes, sometimes more if you struggle with attention of focus in order for you to get to a place where you can produce something that's a little bit deeper than just the surface level thing. So once you get to there, then you keep going. Um, on average, I think Karen Newhoff talks about how you have about four to five hours a day worth of space where you can actually do really deep work. And if you want to be at your best, you got to make sure that that lines up with the time that you have for creativity. So entertainment can kind of creep into those spaces. And uh, yeah, so going to be ending it there and uh, Nathan's code. Peace.